Hello and welcome to Big Bandit Gaming, our sixth episode. Like we said before, this is our sixth and we no longer have any forgiveness. Everything past this point needs to be oh, primo. No. I forgot about that. Josh, you're rusty. I shouldn't it's have okay. skipped. I shouldn't have skipped. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, just the way it works. This still counts against you. We are here today on Memorial Day, May 30th. Uh, it's a holiday for some people. We just have the day off. So, hey, hey, we decided, decided to hang out, record. Let's do this. Uh, who, who do I got with me today? We got um, Isaiah. What's up? Morning. It's 554. I got the time wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you wake up at 2 p.m., then I guess you can say. I actually did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I wasn't joking. See, <laughs> we got Colton. Hi, I'm happy to not be at a disadvantage like Josh is. Six episodes <laughs> in, I'm I'm all I'm all six episodes in. I think Josh, you're at four now. So. I, maybe. Yes, Josh has been relegated to the support role. I'm nervous and I'm cold. <laughs> cold. I got a blanket wrapped Are you around dying? right now. I think maybe I think you're in shock. I, got I think you're just in shock. Under struck, buddy. Yeah, of course. All righty. Well. I did not turn off my notification pings before I went, so all I'm hearing in my ears is I'm like, who's dying? Who's dying? Um But all right. How's your guys' uh couple weeks been? Mm. I'm graduated, first of all. <laughs> hey, yeah, congrats. Yeah. yeah, it's been really fun Don't and I'm enjoying myself with my friends and everything. And uh playing a lot of video games. Yeah. How many credit cards do you have now? Let's count. <laughs> One. Actually, no, I don't have any credit card. I only have a debit card, actually. I need oh, a credit card. You do, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're not an adult until you're in crippling debt. At least in the United <laughs> States. So that's something yeah. to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I've been good. I uh, uh, went to Texas. <laughs> I went to Texas for 10 days. I never heard of that. <laughs> I did not see a certain Josh. So I just figured uh, he'd, <laughs> he'd been lost in the desert. I was busy. I figured, I figured. Um, But uh, it was a really good time. So I saw a lot of you guys recently, but that's why we're a week later than we normally would be on this this podcast schedule. I know the fans demanded. Our our one fan that texts me, namely Colton's brother, (laughs) when we're we're missing a week, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't even realize we missed a week. You you met my friends also listening too, yeah. Yeah, I did. I uh, uh, Isaiah had his going away party, and he's like Smash Brothers, and I've seen uh, Switch tracks how much you play a game now, and like when I see eight hundred eighty hours, I'm like, all right, well, it's six hundred actually. <laughs> My bad, six hundred <laughs> hours. That's even worse. Six hundred hours is about the entire time I put into Final Fantasy fourteen, and that's completing every expansion, raid, and dungeon. So that's yeah. crazy. The way the, the way I like extend my time so much is that yes, I of course practice, but the way I practice is by going against different CPUs and constantly switching up a character. Not always, but like just trying it occasionally. In fact, I have Sora, Zelda, and uh, Min Min in Elite Smash. Yeah, I mean. That's that's how you that's how you play those games, you know. Um, yeah, 
I, I don't think I've ever gotten to a fighting game quite that hard. Uh, I just don't have the the will. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe one day. So uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was we had a good vacation. I am now back in the state of Arizona, back in the desert. Uh, it is I'm a lot. Just giving away here. your location like that. Yeah, uh, my boys. longitude, latitude, <laughs> airstrike. I don't know what people do with my info these days. Airstrike <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. for all you for all you people with a three kill streak out there. <laughs> yeah, just don't make it seven. Then they'll send like I don't know dogs after me. Which one is that? World of War. Yeah, just yeah. a pack of like twenty dogs will rip through this room <laughs> and I'll when they I'll knife them. <laughs> When they die, you just hear the disconnected, like, off, offline sound from Modern Warfare. <laughs> yeah. No, you'll just hear, like, uh, all of a sudden, you'll just super loud into my mic. You'll hear the level out sound. <laughs> you'll be like, well, I guess he made it. <laughs> I guess everything's cool. Um, that, is, that is, like, one of my favorite, like, sound effects that I hear clipped out is just that really obnoxious, like, guitar hit. In Modern Warfare 2. I think the one I like, I think the one I like better than that is the, uh, I think it's Captain Price. He's like, mission failed. We'll get him next time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Captain Price is timeless, as is his mustache. Uh, look forward to that, Isaiah, growing a full ma- mustache, I think. Yeah. That happens the minute you turn 18, too. As soon as you graduate. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just, a, just a line of kids with like ZZ top beards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today's episode. So uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to title it yet, but in my doc, I have it set as E3 cometh in uh, little quotations. And I think I. I I think everyone's just still calling it E3, even though there's not the Electronic Arts Expo this year. I think the ghost of it is just enough. Like, we still have to call it something. So we're still just all going to call it E3. And then, like, I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, uh, E3. But, uh, you know, you know, like Jeff Keighley's thing. (laughs) Summer Games says whatever you want to call it. So uh, if you hear me just say E3, I just mean by this time of the year, this summer, where all the games come out and get announced. I was going to say, I just think it's weird how it's just like evolved into basically, it's just video game news in the summertime. That's yeah. just like what E3 yeah. is now. So For me, I feel like it's always been that way. Right. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I, like not working in games journalism or anything, it's like, I just watch videos on YouTube and that's <laughs> how I experience E3. Nothing's changed for me. So yeah, and that's kind excited. of that's kind of long short of it is like E3 is not happening this year, but everything that happened at E3 is happening. So it's not really, really? it's not going to be any different. It might even be better under Jeff Keighley, to be honest, because uh, I enjoyed his thing last year. And, you know, he was getting things like Elden Ring in there, like big, the big tier stuff and now even more so. I think his show specifically, we'll talk a little bit about it, is going to be pretty good in that sense. But so, yeah, we just want to talk about uh, E3 uh, coming up, which will just be in like in the next two weeks. It's crazy. It's happening really soon. Um, and we'll go through uh, like our predictions and stuff. But first, first, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Uh, it's probably been four weeks, five weeks since we talked about what we're playing 
And looking at our list, it really shows that maybe a, a lot has not come out <laughs> in the last month. <laughs> uh, and that is true. It is slow. So um, let's start with uh, Josh. Ooh, so, I have the smallest list of them all. That's fine. I've, like I said. First, I would like to uh, mention that I've returned to Elden Ring. Ooh. After what feels like a really long hiatus, I know it, it hasn't really been that long, but yeah. I, I thought I, was, I just wasn't going to touch the game again. Uh, I haven't played anything else between stopping playing Elden Ring and starting again. I just stopped playing games. <laughs> like, that's how, how much the game impacted me. I was so frustrated because of how disappointed I was in it. But coming back, I still have a lot of the same complaints, but... I think I'm finding a lot more to enjoy about it. Things that I wasn't really seeing the first time through. Uh, one being just a character I missed right off the bat, like in the first region. I was like, oh my gosh, he's just yeah. sitting right here. And I just walked right by him. I don't know how that, that blithe. Uh, so things too, yeah. No, dude, I, I, no, it wasn't, it wasn't blind. It was, a. Uh, it was the invisible guy. What is his name? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I found him like at the end of my playthrough. I found him. Wait, I, I have no idea. Right. What you're, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you never and found the invisible guy. <laughs> and that you, you, he's uh, the guy fun, who fun, uses fun. the the needle. And I was like, that. No, no wonder I had no idea what that was for. I was just carrying around these like sewing yeah. needles. I'm like, what? Why do I have these? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's going pretty good. Um, I'm I I switched over to just playing like full strength because i kind of don't like the magic in this game compared to some of the other souls games so i was just kind of like i'm just gonna get a big sword and just smash people over the face with it yeah so that's where i'm at with that i, um, I just picture you in between that game like like logging off for the last time and it's just like a cut of you walking through parks and like watching children on swings <laughs> and like, Honestly, I you know, I, I, I picked find up myself before I find this game. I picked up reading books in between. Uh, yeah, I, I I didn't really read nice. since, since like middle school, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now being twenty five, twenty six. How old am I, Colton? Uh, you're Reading's a little back, younger y'all. than me. So twenty six or twenty five? Uh, twenty six. Okay. No, no. Birthday. Yeah, yeah. Twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah okay. You should yeah, and so before. I actually that's all my list to read, but it sounds really depressing. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, I read uh, the Way of Kings, and uh, that got me in the mood to kind of wield a sword again in a video game. So I jumped back into <laughs> Elden Ring. Oh yeah, I see why you picked the strength build. Then you're like two yeah, hand yeah. swords. Let's go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. Uh, too bad it doesn't like evaporate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you oh, might have to. Cool. You might have to like install a mod somewhere, somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Um, uh, it's honestly probably the best. I just like sent a link to our Discord the other day that they made the um, the bosses with mobs or or like the bosses with one or one or more bosses made them less aggressive. So mm -hmm. they're still balancing that game. Like honestly, coming back, yeah, it's crazy. You just keep coming back, and like a year from uh from that game's launch, it'll probably be way more. I don't know, just kind to play, like a little more even, especially the end game. So it's probably not. I, I it get, wasn't a bad idea. I get that it's such a large game, and that's why they're having to come back and fix things. But it's just so strange considering their like track record. Like they never did that, as far as I remember. Uh, it was very did. small tweaks. 
Yeah, they would do it on like certain bosses. Like I think in Dark Souls 2, there's that spider boss with the big laser. And that was just like one hit kill city. And then like it was weird right after I beat it. They're like, yeah, nah, it takes like to be fair. They they fully like redid Dark Souls 2. (laughs) Everything in that game. So I guess that was like soon after launch. But yeah, yeah, totally invalidates my point. Um, I just think, you know what it is? I, I also think this game just got so, is so big and such a big deal that they can't just walk away with it, away from it and start something else. Like, I would be compelled to make it as, like, good as an experience as, as it can be with, Especially you know, with, like, all the new fans. They want yeah. to be for whatever they're making next. So, they're like, let's make this, let's keep making this the best we can. Yeah, I get it. Right, because they're going to make an Elden Ring 2. They don't have to rush at this point, but when they do, that game's going to weirdly be even bigger, (laughs) which is kind of crazy to think about. Like, if you think about the hype cycle for Elden Ring, like, just think about it now after maybe 8 million people that didn't care about about it before launch now jumps in. It's going to be... That's going to be wild. That's going to be almost like a rock star game launch, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that. But that'll that'll be a while. I think they have an armored core game in between, which honestly sounds sick. I would love to see what From Software could do with a mech game. Yeah. All right. Uh, um. I. It says you got another game on there. I do. Uh, the only other game I've played, I've been playing with my kids, is Sackboy or a Sackboy's Big Adventure. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't know. I don't look at the the title. Uh, it's it's the what does my son call him? It's like the the zipper guy game or something. Like he has no <laughs> idea what his game is. I'm like, yeah, that's that's Sackboy. Uh, it's great. It's it's great. I it's the most fun I've had with a game since uh, I like playing with other people. It's the most fun uh-huh. I've had since probably Overcooked. Oh wow. Like, I think oh, as like is, as like a co-op game. Yeah, just like it being able to experience it with with other people. I think this game has has that magic touch. It's real good. Cool. I, I like it. I still told this to Colton. Uh, I don't know how you how you'll feel about this. I like this more than uh, Super Mario 3D World a lot more than. I'm. I didn't. I like Mario 3D World as a single player game. I did. I did not love. You didn't like the multiplayer. No. Mm. No, I think Bowser's Fury kind of shows that that game works better as a single player experience. Anyways, that, that game feels that I mean, that slice uh, of the game feels so different than the what they had before. True, true. But I just I like me just some straight on like platforming, you okay, know. Okay. So and that well, regardless, but Sackboy yeah. is I think one of PlayStation's best games. Oh. I I I would really like a sequel from what I've played thus far. I'm about halfway through and I'm just having the t- the time of my life, man. It's great. Yeah, I'm having a hard time remembering who made that. Oh, uh, it's um Sumo Digital? Oh, okay, that makes sense. And the, what did they do uh before this? Did they do the Vita version of Little Big Planet and like Mod Nation Racers or something or is that someone familiar. else? Uh yeah, I I I have to go back and see what they've done lately. But uh Oh, oh, what I was going to say is that game is on the NVIDIA leak, too, to come out to PC. So uh, oh. if it sells, you know, yeah, just, just more chance for it to sell and them to make a sequel. That's true. That's true. So well, I'm excited for it. Hope yeah. they do. Yeah. 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 Like I said, my I've said this before. Uh, my friend Wilfredo, he 
put like 800 hours into that game I, that's yeah. not an exaggeration it's probably it probably justified. is more than 600 completely justified. <laughs> and to this day baffling but yes um all right well i will go next so i beat kirby in the forgotten land um i think I talked about it last time we talked about our game and that game's really like it just continued to just have a ton of variety and cool mechanics and really good level design like a lot of off like a little rewards for paying attention to your environment and like you know getting extras and um currency to upgrade your um your abilities some abilities like had four or five upgrades to them which was wild so i beat the game and i still have like uh abilities i need to fully upgrade but the uh the ending is awesome like the last boss it's like the most anime thing it's 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 a larger spectacle than you'd expect from like a kirby game or like even like a nintendo platformer it is like a full-on like anime end battle multi-phase like thing and it's pretty wild so that is really fun um i actually beat it in the airport and it was just so ridiculous that me me and sam were just laughing at it just because it's like <laughs> what is happening right now this is wild uh so uh from like uh beginning to end that game is just a joy and after you beat it there's more uh which i was not expecting either there's uh, like a there's like a whole extra area with like a secret boss and it's just a little more challenging since you have everything upgraded it's so i think while I was there, I played like a level of that and it's, yeah, it's really good in Texas anyways. But, uh, so I beat that uh, switch sports came out. Um, and, uh, you know, switch sports, it's, it's like, it's, it's kind of like a Mario party. You don't buy it to like, go like, okay, it's time to game time to throw on Mario party by myself. <laughs> you know, if you did that, we'd be like, do you, do you need to talk? Is everything okay? Are you playing Mario party alone in your room? You know, sports is a lot i think the but even with the online stuff which is cool um uh like uh bowling does like a um i think there's 16 people so it's like a little battle royale mode elimination thing and that that stuff's really cool but it's still one of those games you want like someone to play with even online you can do like you can do two players online or whatever, but it, it's good. It, I think it holds up the legacy of the original switch sports really well. I don't think it has a variety that, um, that, uh, sports, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm mixing up the name. What's the second one? Resort, the resort switch sports mm-hmm. resort. Why is that uh, not said right? Wii sports. Wii sports resort. Yes. I think sports resort has, had like a ton of stuff to do like the frisbee yeah. the bow and arrow the it had all the other games so they're still adding stuff to it like they're gonna add golf but um i think volleyball is the standout uh it actually has a little more to it than you'd guess and it's pretty competitive so uh volleyball is a lot of fun so that's mostly what me and sam had been playing and you can like unlock playing online you get like it's not like a battle pass you get like a sticker card and every time you level up you can randomly get something from one of these cards. It's kind of randomly pick something on it. And so you can like customize your character and, you know, it, it incentivizes you to play online and, and do that stuff. So it, it's a good time. It's a good time, but it's not anything that like blow you away. It's exactly what it, you know, what you think it is for better or for worse. Um, 
because I saw people say, why, why did score so low? And it's like, well, you have to think of it from like a reviewer's perspective. Like if you were going to buy this or Kirby, like, you know, I'd rather sit home and play Kirby than switch sports alone. It's, it's definitely a party game in the same way, like a Jackbox or uh, something like that would be, but you know, maybe it's scoring low because you can't throw bowling balls at bystanders anymore. It's true. They don't. They don't do that. Like a little hop. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, there are a few modes I still f- think feel better on Wii Sports. Like uh, bowling is one of them, and um, and tennis. And it might just be like there's something hefty about a like a full on Wii controller that you don't quite get. Uh, but it all works. Like it's not like it's worse. It's just feels a little different, you know. Uh, and then lastly, um, a lot of the new stuff I've been playing, I didn't even write a lot of this down because I, I, I recently like got Apple Arcade and I got a new phone, which I actually like playing stuff on. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Um, so I've been playing just a ton of stuff on Apple Arcade. Uh, the thing I put like the most time in is uh, Near Reincarnation. And it's interesting because that's like a free to play gotcha game. Like at the end of the day, if anyone's ever played that, you know how it works. Like, you know, you're going to get roles. You're going to get like one to four star characters. But what it is, is um, you're pretty much playing. You, you wake up with this uh, as a as a little girl and a ghost, which you call mama. And like, she's kind of the person that leads you and tutorializes you. Yeah, it's Are you sure you didn't dream this? Nope, it's just near. <laughs> that should explain everything. Um, so, yeah, yeah. She, like, tutorializes you, and you're going through this tower, and what you're doing is you're unlocking memories and these weapons, and each weapon has, like, a short story in it. Um, so you're just going through these seri- the, a series of, like, these cool little vignettes, which, you know, they, they have the composer from near, so the music's really good. The visuals are really nice. Um, so... Uh, and so it's it's pretty cool. And the battles, um, you use spirits from like, you know, that you unlock. Like I said, like uh, you get one through four and there's like crossover events and all that stuff you'd expect. So I have some like Final Fantasy 14 characters in my battle party, like a Dark Knight and stuff. So it, it's cool. I, I don't know how much I'm going to stick with it because it's just it's pretty straightforward. You know, it's nothing I just want to sit down and I'm not commuting enough. But between that and I played a little bit of that Nino Kuni uh, MMO that's on mobile. I heard about that. that, Yeah, it's yeah, it's been cool to like have actually stretch my phone like this new phone and it it runs stuff really well. So it's nice to have something kind of graphically intensive to just put it through its paces. I don't know if I'm going to stick with that Nino Kuni one. There's like some NFT nonsense in it that's apparently breaking. And oh, man, I think after Damn I think it. after Nino Kuni 2, I'm a little more wary about the series. Um, and so this one, it seems fine. It looks really good. Like, it looks really good. It, it reminds me a lot of Genshin Impact. Actually, I feel like that's what they're looking at with this game. But, you know, it is kind of wild to go into a Nino Kuni town and see a bunch of people on mounts and running around with their familiars. And I can see I can see people getting into it, but. I think that from what I'm hearing, the currency is pretty messed up with cryptocurrency garbage, which is unfortunate. So I only have one time. I only have uh, time for one MMO in my life. And so I'll just stick uh, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, but, yeah. What's up? 
Did you ever see that clip of like uh some of that G4 G4 is the first day they're like premiering G4 from like coming back after like a decade or something? And the oh, guy yeah. immediately mentioned NFTs and they're like, all right, yeah, we're going off air real quick. <laughs> and they cut to commercials. It was yeah. So I mean, that was like in the peak of everyone talking about NFTs. Yeah. And, you know, it really what oh what NFTs have been to gaming so far is just a way for people to get money from investors saying, right, like, yeah, right. we're really interested in NFTs. Just give us money. And then they're just like, yeah, now we're just going to take this money and make a real game. Bye. Um, but that market's pretty much crass. But I I think the guy you're talking about is Kevin Peoria, I believe. Be. Yeah. 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 I saw that clip. Um, I, but that's, everyone around him really was like, oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Square Square Enix has been talking about that for a while and hopefully they just that hopefully with the market crashing they'll just be like, you know what, maybe it's just time to make good games again. Let's put people in charge that yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh but uh last thing is I have been playing Enslaved, which is the a part of our um it's gonna be our next podcast. We're doing a, a big bandit like game book club and enslaved obviously the west is there so i won't we won't say anything about now but i i have been playing that and so yeah that's that's what i've been up to um all right uh isaiah all right let's start off with miles morales i actually just beat this today i say i pretty last pretty late last night like just picking it back up after like six months not playing it like literally last night and i just played it so so much Miles Morales is a pretty, it's pretty like, pretty like half of the first Spider-Man game. Eight hours. Um, the one thing it struggles with is like pacing issues. As you know, it's eight hours long, but it tries to put in so much as it can. So it may feel kind of fast to a lot of players. I which like it. I, I, think, I think personally, I kind of like it too. I like how it still takes breaks from like the missions and say, oh, you should like use the app and like go look around the New York City so you can do and like whatnot. And I don't know. I'm not bothered by it too much. I loved my experience with Morales Morales. I took my time with it and I made sure to like really like just soak in it. Some of the things they added was uh, now that you know, like the Hulk like finisher thing you did in Spider-Man with your triangle and circle. Well, now that's just like a normal thing you do after 15 hit combos. And the newest thing you do now is the Venom hits. Venoms are the Venom attacks are like uh, where you can like held L1 and jump or leap or like smash down with miles. They do incredible damage and they do really good stun as well for enemies. You that was like a really good addition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really fun. Addicting. You can like literally like just like go wild with this mechanic. Even when you're like like traversing New York City, you have like a jump for it and like you can just get more like uh, like height from it from just like swimming, swinging and whatnot. It's so much fun. It's addicting and uh, it makes combos even more like crazy in Spider-Man. Uh, you can probably watch a few on like on Twitter and be like, wow, this guy's going like insane. <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, Another thing I want to mention is just that uh, its story, despite being fast paced, that may like feel jarring to some players. This story in itself is really heartfelt. It's all about family and how Miles is like sort of like growing up as a as like the next Spider-Man, you know, like Peter's story is not done. And Sonic made that clear. But Miles' story is beginning and it's only been like a few days of him starting off as a Spider-Man in this game and so much is happening and it overwhelms him He's doing a bad job then 
He's shame <laughs> on him. Bro, get in. <laughs> Go on, Josh. Oh, I was just gonna I, I didn't love the story. I thought it, it was a little too quick paced. I didn't think they had enough time to really develop any of the characters properly. Yeah. Um that's my Some reveals, main complaint. Some reveals are pretty much instant with like how you ask questions for yourself, like, oh, what about this person? Who's this person? Oh, it's this guy. Oh. Yeah. There's no yeah. time to sit on anything. It's just like, and we're on the next thing and the next thing. It's like, okay, gotcha. Even though down to the very ending of the game, it will feel fast. However, it will still leave an impact on players and Spider-Man fans alike. Um, yeah. Also, I cry. I think it sets cry. up uh, Spider-Man 2 real nicely because it would have been yep. weird to have Miles Morales be, well, I'm fully capable. Here I am for number two. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. Last little tidbit is the side quests. I only played a few of them, but ones I have played, which is with the Prowler and... Um, like I think of this one, Deaf Girl, you like you help around and whatnot. It's really cute, awesome, especially the prior side quests. Those side quests, you have yourself going about the city, listening to audio and trying to make music through that audio. And with that, you learn more and more about the relationship with the Prowler, uh, which is like uh, the uncle of Miles Morales and uh, his dad, who is now dead from the first game. It's beautiful. I recommend this game Spoilers. to Spider-Man Spire- fans for sure. And come on, you've seen you've seen Spider-Man Spider-Verse. That's like <laughs> that's spoiler on that. All right. But yeah, play that game. It's awesome. Risk of Rain 2 is my next one on PC. My God, I had been playing this game nonstop when I first bought it. It's a roguelike, of course. And uh, what you do is uh, you basically crash land on this planet and you're stuck in a cycle where you like have to like keep reliving it unless you like escape it. So you go through six levels, but the twist is, despite you starting off on any, like you'd be like easy or normal or hard, despite that, you will always start off as easy mode when you begin your run. However, as as you progress, you'll notice that the bar in the top right, where it says easy, will turn to medium, to hard, to very hard, to impossible, and then to like so on. It keeps going. The more you play, the more you spend time in these like little like levels the more you put yourself at risk of getting more and more challenges early on in the run. So you want to be fast. You want to be on your feet, go everywhere, loot, 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 and go. You want to be as fast as possible with these ga- with this game. What makes it stand out though is, first off, it's killer soundtrack. The guy spent two years working on it and it's phenomenal. You can listen right now on Spotify and it's just such a blast. I, I cannot like help myself but like, like a progress it's it's like a progressive rock album put into it. a game it's it's really cool it's really cool what makes it also more unique is that it's characters you're not just playing a shooter you're playing different like characters that shoot in different ways you have the first character who's got two pistols you go side side like oh roll roll and like you just go and like and then you have an archer where you just auto aims and then like you can do like a cool like a like Look at any direction and just zoom there like that. Then you have my favorite one, the bandit. This is the one I actually beat the game with. Uh, you have like this like backstab where if you go like behind a character, do a crit damage. And you have like a four little choke thing on your shotgun. Pow. It is so, so much fun. The game is fast paced, addicting. And I mean, they throw they throw a lot of enemies because it's uh first risk of rain was a 2D uh, game. This one really? is fully 3D. Yep. Uh, say mechanically it works a lot the same but it's it's obviously not 2d anymore but uh they it was always like a a 
a race to the clock sort of game and yeah. risk of rain two by the end just throws like your entire screen is just filled with nonsense and you're just blasting them away it's a it's a really yeah. cool game it's fun to play there too so oh yeah i have my monster and a friend Devin like watch you play that and like finish the game and like he you can like vouch for me i was like like <gasps> <laughs> i was the brink of exhaustion it was crazy all right, next game. We got Devil May Cry 5, but this time Virgil edition. Virgil, I finally got to play him, and I've only played six missions of him, but he's so much fun. You don't get a gun, per se. In fact, if you try to use your L2 compared to Dante, it's just cycling through your main weapons. However, your gun, per se, is like the little sword that come out. It's like, like you can like do a circle around you. You can like rain down enemies. You can come at six of them like at once, repeatedly shoot them. It's really, really cool. Then you have, of course, the Yamato. The Yamato itself is just such a cool weapon. You can do like all these cool little combos, similar to like the, um, I forget what's the sword called for Dante's main weapon, but similar in that sense, but more. And... I like to mention how it's not necessarily different from like the actual main story. So like what happens when you start your playthrough is that you basically just go mainly gameplay. There's no story. The parts where like the cutscene supposed to like play out, it'll cut to like a black screen and then it'll just give you the boss like that. Oh, so there's okay. not a lot. There's not a lot out there. I mean, when you begin the playthrough, you get like a little cutscene from like Virgil's perspective. But like that's it. So you're just it's just all gameplay, all raw fun. And it is so much fun too, because like getting a smoking sexy style rank, which is the highest rank you can go, is surprisingly like I don't know why if it's easier for me because like I'm Virgil or I'm just good. It's really hard to tell, but like if you like just like learn Virgil and like what he does and just like kinda have fun with it, you're gonna get like real easy like higher ranks and you're gonna get, like end up getting like s rank for each mission and that's what i've been doing just getting an s rank for each mission it's so much fun cool. music still like slaps bury the lights awesome and um it's your dead may cry stuff it's it's the good stuff yeah yeah there it's the good stuff capcom still killing it with like every release every franchise they're just yep. like yeah and they, they've done amazing over this last two generations now. Uh, all right, uh, Colton, what you got? Okay, so ever since I finally uh, platinumed Elden Ring, I've uh, been mm -hmm. able to go back to Horizon and pick that off, pick that up where I left off. Uh, so uh, I, I can't remember how far I was when I stopped playing it to play Elden Ring, but I think I was like four hours into it. So picking it up there, which I might say was very strange going from Elden Ring to Horizon. That was, I mean, almost every single button does something different than Elden Ring. So that was, that was a little tough. But when I got past that learning curve, uh, I started playing it and I was really, I was really trying to go for the, uh, not really go for the platinum, I guess. I just, I, I knew I wanted to beat the game. Uh, I wanted to platinum it eventually. But I figured that I'd probably beat the game first and then probably come back later and platinum it. So I went ahead and platinumed it. Oh my god, I did not platinum. I went ahead and beat it. And <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I love the story. They're really setting up for a uh for a Kills third you. game. Yeah, that trilogy. It's it's weird. I don't I don't even know what that third game is 
how that thing is going to play. Yeah, the second game, it starts off, you know, right after the first one. I assume the third one's going to do the same thing after the second one. But so many things have changed, and uh, I don't know. I'm interested. I can't wait to see what happens because I really liked it. I've always liked the storytelling and the characters and and all that and, and the Horizon game. So I really enjoyed it. I beat it. I'm going to platinum it. I'm sure I'm sure before the year is out, I'll, I'll platinum it. Yeah. Um, so did that. I got back into Planet Coaster on the PS5. I'm a sucker for those theme park tycoons. So I've been really playing that. So far, the past couple of days, I'll get on and I'm I'm going through the career. You know, it's kind of like a, you know, like the campaign where, you know, they, they drop you into a park that is, you know, run to run down to the ground and your job is to get in and, you know, each park has its own unique situation. You might run into one park and it's like, oh, the previous owner took out a $500,000 loan and basically put all these sidewalks in the park and spent all the money making the park look pretty, but then he ran out of money and there's not one single ride here. Good luck. Here's your park now. You're $500,000 in debt. <laughs> and stuff like that. And, I, and I've, I love that stuff so much. So I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, what else have I been playing? I guess... The other thing, I've been playing a little bit of Apex. Uh, I, I I don't know it. where. I, yeah, I don't know where I was whenever that PS5 version <laughs> came out, but I was just waiting for it. I had it. I have. I've been playing the PS4 version like a dummy, and turns out that P, the the next gen upgrade has been around. I think it said since February. So I don't yeah, know where I, the heck I was, but I was watching. Well. Yeah. I, I remember like it being I thought either it was announced or it was just announced and it hadn't come out because I knew there was like something in the works, but apparently it had been out for like two months. But I was over at your house and I was looking at it because you have this huge like 75 inch 4K screen. And so I was looking at it and I'm like, I'm like wow, that looks rough. Uh, I'm like, is that a PS4 version? And I was asking, I was like, have they not made a PS5 version or like a, a uh, you know, like anything else like that? So, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So now, now that I have that, it looks way better. Oh, yeah. it, 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 it way smoother. It's great. <laughs> um, I think they were asking too. It's like, how do you know? I'm just like, how do you not know? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know where I was when they announced that. And yeah, but that's been really fun to that's get funny. back into. I, uh, cause I, I've put it down for a couple months and I, I think I'm going to pick it back up, you know, play, at least a little bit like every other day, you know, I don't know if I'll go back to playing it every day, but I'll probably play it every other day, a match or two and cool. Maybe get, maybe get Isaiah to play with me and maybe my brother, depending on whoever's available at the time, I guess. And also, uh, last week, I believe they dropped apex on mobile and Ooh. I've been playing a little bit of that at work. And I'm very surprised with, I mean, that, that is definitely the best I mean, I don't know how much this says for it, but that that is definitely the best first person thing I've ever done on on a phone. It runs very smoothly, and every single thing you can do in the console and PC game is on the mobile version. I thought they'd maybe crazy. Yeah, I thought you know they would take away some, you know, some functions that you can do to kind of you know kind of dumb it down for the phone and make it easier, and they do not. Now, of course, that means that basically on the right side of the screen, there are like nine different buttons to hit. And that's a little, it's a little crowded, especially when you're playing a very fast paced first person shooter. But so there, there have been a lot of times where I have died because I hit crouch instead of 
shoot, you know, something like that. <laughs> but but other than that, it runs really well. I've won three matches on it so far, and uh, and not including the tutorial match that it has you play that you could definitely tell which bots. And there's probably are some bots in the lobby, but I can I know that I'm playing with people that aren't bots because they have their mics on a lot. Uh, and then every now every now and then I'll kill I'll kill someone like a different team, and they have some. You know, their usernames, I feel like, or not. It's not like the generic bot name like you find on Fortnite. It's basically like two words and then a two-digit number or whatever. Like, it's not like super randomly generated. Like, one of the names was, uh, it's like, I'm a bot, LOL. Or, I don't know, stupid names like that. So I think I'm playing against real people. And and they're not really playing like bots to me. Like, they're, you know, they're like juking me. And I'll, I'll chase one around the corner. But then the second he goes around the corner, he turns around and throws a grenade at me. Okay. Like, I... So I don't think I'm playing against bots, so that makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Yeah. Um, you pass the first so, two rounds, you're probably yeah playing with people. And especially since it's, uh, it is definitely getting harder and harder per match. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm winning less and less now. That's uh, my uh, favorite time to play Battle Royale is right when it launches, because you can oh, be yeah. average <laughs> and still win, you know, whereas yeah. if I went back to just vanilla apex on any platform i would be murdered <laughs> hey not if me and isaiah were carrying you we true can do it. true true and fortnite no, th- don't forget fortnite <laughs> don't forget can never forget now you, uh, can, that's well, pretty much, you might that's actually pretty much, be able to convince uh, me to play apex i don't know about fortnite <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's pretty much all i've been playing except uh it's kind of like you troy i've been playing enslaved so i'll just save whatever i have to say about that game till that episode very cool. Very cool. All right, guys. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it sounds like we're making the most of the kind of dearth because, um, like I said, I think like Switch Sports really was maybe the biggest release, unless I'm missing something. And that's pretty, it's pretty slow. So we are yeah. just about, I mean, good thing E3 is coming in because it's something to talk about. <laughs> um, uh, just an interesting time to start our podcast. Uh, you have to be a little creative here. But um, cool. That is, that is our games. And so we're going to go into our main topic, which I talked about earlier, which is just P- pre-E3. Um, some of the events we talked about have actually already ended our first line on the dock you might have missed it but there was only like one video game announcement and that's the star wars celebration so uh before we go seeing uh jeff grubb's list on venture beat just to kind of go down the list and see what events are here so there might be some things we're gonna play pretty loose here so there might be some things we just read the synopsis of it and be like yeah there's nothing to really say about this you know so we'll just we'll just engage it by interest but um Let's start with our first event, which was Star Wars Celebration. That's kind of what kicked everything off. And that started, um, when did that start? That started on the May 26th through the 29th. So we're recording this on Memorial Day. So it is ended. And I was looking through and the biggest um, video game related Star Wars announcement was Star Wars Jedi Survivor announced for 2023. And that is um, the sequel, speaking of Apex, to Respawn's um, uh, Star Wars game. What was that called? Star Wars Jedi um, 
Wow, now I can't think of the name. I played uh, this game. I beat this game. Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars yeah. Jedi Fallen Order. What a just just pretty bland title. <laughs> I like Star Wars Jedi Survivor a little better. Um, but uh, this the name had been. I mean, uh, uh, Jeff Grubb, the guy's list really. He had he had leaked that name like two weeks ago before this, so we kind of knew the name. And he's saying they're slating it for maybe around like February or March. But uh, I th- I really liked that first game. That was like one of the uh, a newer Star Wars thing I really liked. Uh, I have liked since they've been uh, rebooted everything for that new trilogy of movies. And so I'm really looking forward to this. Did you all did you guys all play it? The original? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I have not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and for people who haven't, it actually took a lot of cues from Dark Souls. It's kind of works. I mean, there's literally bonfires. The the combat's a, only thing. Uh, my biggest complaint with the original was the combat felt really loose. In a way, I wasn't as big a fan. And it was just, um, I think it was the time before animation. Like, um, oh yeah, had, like really long wind ups and like you you do that in Dark Souls. You do you know you kind of commit like animation but it just felt kind of floaty um it feels so, weird whenever you're wielding a lightsaber like it, it just yeah. didn't feel quite right it, it there you know what it was it's was just not not enough impact i was more mm. just looking at a bar go down it didn't feel like i was really taking a chunk off or people were yeah. staggered but the game itself i thought was really fun um oh yeah i i liked the the level design and the characters i i actually like the story and characters are actually really good um mm-hmm. so I, design too like it's just so good for star wars like that's a really good design yeah 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 uh, i like his little robot forgot what his name was but that 80, was a 81 yeah that is a cute star wars robot uh but yeah i think this has a lot going for it because the first one felt like oh oh and a big thing this this is next gen only too Mm-hmm. So they don't have to they don't have to worry about slow hard drives and yeah i'm excited about that bad cpus all that stuff so uh it feels like they'll really be able to take the gloves off and you know it's hard to tell with that trailer just because it, it's it's probably mostly cg but even they showed like facial animation stuff i'm like oh that is a step up so yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm really curious uh it says it it's going to take place five years after the events of fallen order yeah that's so seems like a large gap yeah i wasn't expecting I mean, I mean, they did kind of give him his Jedi origin story. So, I mean, maybe they'll take advantage of, you know, he's been doing this for a while. He, you know, give him sure. real fun powers, you know? Yeah. It feels like, I don't know. To me, I feel like most of the progress is just going to happen while we're not watching, you know? Yeah. We'll go from a novice to an expert because we weren't there, you know? Right, right. And I, I guess just the way that game worked, just the progression itself, you did like he did get like a lot of abilities and a lot of he, new he stuff by the end of the first of game. That's right. It was an amnesia story. <laughs> I forgot so about that. It's not a, it's not even a JRPG. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, you're right. I did like a lot of things about that story at the amnesia and was like, oh, is that what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> How anime of them. Yeah, they did a really good job with the villains, though, in, in that last game. Like I said, I and I liked his crew. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the witch lady was cool. The, the pilot, he was a fun character. Like, the writing's real sharp, so. Yeah, you know, it's just, names? I, I, I challenge you. <laughs> nope. Name a single other character. 
Oh God, no, I can't. Uh, just Darth Vader. Oh, spoilers. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Wookie three. <laughs> oh, remember how bad those Wookies looked? That was like the only thing in that game that got memed a little bit. Was the Wookies in the game look ridiculous? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot there was Wookies in that game. It's like yeah. Okay. Yeah, just on was it Kashyyyk? Is that right? Did I just pull that out of the annals of my mind? Yeah, sure. Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Uh, (laughs) I think I probably just know that from playing like Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PS2 so much. It's like, that's the one where the Wookiees on Yoda is, you know? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so I, that was the only thing there. I mean, there are other Star Wars uh, stuff in in progress, but they're all still early on. So no one was did expecting they, to see I the Amy Henning game or anything. Uh, sorry, did, did they announce the uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 port oh. for Switch? No. Isn't that crazy? Did I make that up? <laughs> no, no, no. They The 2, I don't know. I know they ported the original Knights of the Old Republic on Switch already. Like, that's out. Yeah, I thought they announced the second one. Oh, might be maybe. Crazy. But I don't, I didn't hear anything about that, so. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> you're like, forget that. I know recently, um, I, okay, no, it I says, think. It says June 8th. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. I wonder what version that is. Because there was, I, I I don't know if I'm getting this right, but like Knights of the Old Republic 2 came out unfinished. Like historically, like it, it came out okay. a little rushed and unfinished. And I think modders finished it, like did a lot of work on it and did a bunch of stuff. And I think they re-released it on PC or Steam or something with that mod, like working with that mod team and stuff to make a better game. So I could, some of that might be inter- inaccurate, but there is something to that. So uh, hopefully it's that version. And then uh, PlayStation is making just a full on reboot of Knights of the Old Republic, which they announced right. last year and haven't said a thing. And then you got the Amy Henning thing and then the Quantic Dream thing that they're like, we don't have enough staff to make this. So he won't be seeing that in like six or seven years. It's fine. <laughs> so I don't think any of us were really expecting too much more than just Respawn's next game. And even that's like probably early next year. So just another game that's going to come to next year making if everything hits the way it's supposed to next year. Next year is going to be a crazy year, like just wild. Um, probably won't get around to half those games i know i'm scared honestly i'm i'm afraid <laughs> just because all the acquisitions microsoft has done after the last five years apparently like every single studio is like yeah all our games are gonna be ready 2023 so have fun with that you get them all too which just gives you more choice paralysis um but so okay so that 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 ended 29th uh next up number two is the playstation state of play that was announced for june 2nd so that's in two days um so by the time people are listening to this that may have already happened so you probably maybe know better than us but um uh what they're uh announcing it as is a is just for third party and vr updates and it makes sense to me i mean okay when i see third party I think automatically I just think of Final Fantasy 16 like that's the big one that's the big third party PlayStation 5 game you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so if that if, they, if we're this close to E3 and they have another disappointing state of play like the last one was such a nothing thing 
Um, they can't. They even if they just if they, if they don't have Final Fantasy 15, it's automatically pretty disappointing. Honestly, 15? Uh, sorry, 16. Right. Um, but uh, so yeah, that's that's where I would expect that. Um, so we could be seeing more of that game finally in like two days, which is exciting. Uh, question. It, what's up? When did they announce the sequel to Spider-Man, the Spider-Man Two uh, from Insomniac? When did they announce that? Last, last year, right? Year, last year, yeah. Do you think we can probably get some news about that? Eh, not, not, not in this thing because they are specifically saying it's just third party mm. and VR. Oh, you're right. Updates. They bought Insomniac, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ooh. is a first party studio. Um, That's so insane. probably nothing about God of War. God of War probably gets own direct. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Uh, when it's closer and they announce the date, <laughs> crossing fingers, it's this year because honestly, we need stuff for this year. Um, we do. Yeah, we'll get. And I that need, too. I need those. Oh wait, never mind. I was oh, saying yeah. those points on my thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, get your fantasy. Make sure you remember you have your list because this is probably the last batch of games coming out this year. All going to get announced within the next week. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I, I got two spots to fill. Uh yeah. I have. Mm, I might have more because. We'll talk about that later. Well, <laughs> I, yeah. Don't worry, Troy. We got Moving Sonic on. Frontiers on the, on the on the horizon. We we at least got that. <laughs> um, I've heard that they want to make that good, which is a weird no, thing to yeah, say. No, yeah, it's weird. I know, but like, I think it's like, like also, we, we didn't care about our other Sonic games, but this one. Uh, so yeah, I I would say Final Fantasy 16 is the big one. Uh, but they could announce or show if they've been doing a silent hill thing because that's been rumored i doubt that's true so i don't know what else could quite be announced here but uh, i don't think it's gonna be much i don't either but like i said if they just show us a little more final fantasy because they've been saying that thing's close to done and we have a trailer ready for like months uh I think the only thing that pushed all that back was they had to uh, push back um, for Spoken. So they didn't, they probably want to clear that up a little still for the holidays. But for Spoken is coming. Actually, honestly, for Spoken is going to be there. They're going to show more of that, I'm sure. Yeah. That is still coming. And you know, um, the, the, third, the third party stuff is I'm excited for, but I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little bit more excited. I want to know more about the VR stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've been really curious about. That I've, I never had the PSVR one. I, I've, I've never had AVR, but I have played a, I've, I've played. I think I've played all three of the big, of you know, the big VR players in the field. Yeah. You know, and I really like it. I've never got around to buying one. And from, and, and I don't know. I mean, you, I'm sure you guys heard a little bit of uh, after GamesCon, people were talking about the, they were showing off the PlayStation VR two. And people were really liking it. And they were saying it was like the most impressive VR that they've seen. And the games or whatever. Or I don't know if they could play da- games. It was like demos, I'm sure, of, of something. Yeah. But I, I I heard a lot of good stuff about it. And I'm, I don't know, I'm interested in it. I know a lot of people are probably more focused on the third party part of that state of play. If they release that around the holiday, that could be a part of their big holiday push. Um, and yeah. I imagine... I. This is not crazy that like the PS5 is very capable. I've heard the same thing about that, that VR, like they've released the specs and the specs are really nice. Like it does all that foveated rendering stuff, like some real fancy VR stuff. But I imagine that they're talking with valve for half-life Alex. Oh yeah. That's gotta be 
that's that, just that, a, that'll just I'll buy it then. I'll buy it. Easy, that's that's an easy launch get for them, you know. Yeah. And I and it if it does not launch with an Astro a full Astrobot game, that would be Ooh. such a disappointment. I bet that's there too. I you know if they launch this holiday with Astrobot and Half Life, like that's a really good double whammy there. Yeah. Yeah, Astrobot is still like one of the best PS5 games that have come out. That game's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, that's all I can think of. So, like I said, if that's their, I mean, if that's their showcase. What we're talking about, that's like best case scenario, and that would be that would be kind of an like a knockout combo of just you know Final Fantasy. I mean, there's like other stuff from Capcom. They could show the Resident Evil Four remake. They could show Dragon's Dogma Two, uh, Street Fighter. I think maybe Street Fighter Six is still Sony branded, so. Capcom could actually show up in this thing too. Uh so there's there's a lot of stuff still, but that all the Capcom stuff could just show up in other shows, you know. Um we'll talk about more, but I feel like Xbox has enough studios now that they don't need third parties to fill out their shows anymore. They're just like, yeah, we could easily fill out like an hour and a half, two hours with just our own studios because we have like 30 of them or something now. Ridiculous. Yeah. But um so, yeah, that'll be coming up real soon. I'll be working, which is a bummer, but I'll still be like, get off and be like, what happened? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, next we got uh, the Summer, Summer Games Fest, Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, which is kind of like the big multi-platform, you know, thing uh, on June 9th. Um Honestly, uh, from what I've heard and seen, like both uh, the Summer Game Fest, fa- uh, Summer Games Fest, and the Xbox stuff has been pretty locked down. There hasn't been a lot of leaks, so it's kind of. I mean, is there anything you guys can think of that you would want to see for this like upcoming like a? Uh, yeah, from like third parties, anything like that. Um, I want to see Pragmata, whatever that game oh, is. Oh, I forgot about that. Capcom again, huh? Yeah, that was aligned with PS5 too. Was it? Oh, I get. Yeah, no, you're right. It was like the PS5 yeah. launch. I say Capcom whatever. could be all over these things. I doubt they're. I, I kind of doubt they'll be in the Xbox Bethesda thing. Like I said, but yeah, I could see if Capcom's not doing stuff with Sony, they could fill out that conference real nicely. Hmm. I, I think a Monster Hunter port to PS5 and Xbox would be really cool. The one that came out on Switch and PC. I feel like they would have announced when that, is by that now, expansion but coming out soon, like really soon. Um, I think yeah, I, I feel like they would have they would have announced that version. Sunbreak, uh, uh, June thirtieth. So it'll be by the end soon. of this month. Yeah. yeah. So, I yeah, I feel like it would have came out on PC and the consoles all at once. So I'm not sure if if Nintendo Nintendo might have made a deal with them. You know on the console side. Um, but yeah, I could see Resident Evil being like a big get for him. But I think this year, this year's going to be tough for third parties because uh, I feel like people have released a lot of things recently. I mean, uh, the Dead Space remake could be there. I'm just trying to think of like EA Activision stuff like. Well, Activision's not Call of Duty. really third party for long. Not for long, but I think they're still acting like on their own for now yeah yeah so i mean they're calling the xbox thing xbox and bethesda spotlight you know but so, couldn't they still make a deal with xbox they could oh they, well so 
They could, but the thing is, they have a five-year contract with PlayStation and Call of Duty. So they still have to... Uh, I think the marketing is still with PlayStation, even after not, they get bought. Not How Diablo. far along are they in with that? Yeah, that not Diablo. So I, I could see I could still see Activision coming up with, with that sort of thing. Um, what like, was your question, I, Colton? I was just trying to remember how far along how far along are they in that contract so far with PlayStation? Um, I feel oh so, I think I think they're uh, the reports are saying that they have five years to this year like oh yeah oh. like Call of Duty is not going exclusive for any time soon. Um, I didn't know it was that much that I didn't know yeah, there was that much know. left of that contract. So right. I I imagine PlayStation made the deal like you know like. Uh, last generation, they aligned with them every single iteration for like five or six years. I imagine mm-hmm. they probably made that deal near the beginning of the generation and probably the same with the PS5, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it just means that it's not going to be exclusive, but at the end of the day, that thing, it's only, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be coming day one free on Game Pass either way, especially if that deal goes through. So that'll still be a, that'll still be a thing for them, but not quite you know the exclusive like we only have call of duty starting next year uh but yeah i can't think of much else till we're like there i mean that's where a silent hill i i think there's multiple silent hill projects in the work um but i just yeah i just hope to be surprised i think jeff Keeley does bring a lot of, like third party indie stuff in um just from like you know smaller smaller parties uh, who knows if we're going to see like <laughs> If he ends with Hollow Knight. <laughs> and now Silk Song, our oh, closer. That that's not going to happen. That's uh, come happen. on. Hype. <laughs> that game's in a weird spot where it's big enough to be a big deal, but it's not quite big enough to be a closer, you know? I'm sure, yeah. To I mainstream, they'll just be like, they'll just yeah. be, what is this 2D garbage, you know? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I bet he has a lot of things cooked up that we're not quite thinking of, so... But that's like the best case scenario. I like coming into a uh, a show and not knowing every single thing they're going to do, you know, or could possibly do. Is there an Assassin's Creed coming out this year? Yes, because they took a break last year. So that can be last year. You're right. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I did not think about that. Um, I I forget that that one has a code name. I forget what it is, but it's it's like another. I I he, I think they're trying to make it like a platform, like like. Oh, you're talking about Infinity. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. yeah I I didn't or, think that was their next one. Yeah, I think that's, that's their next uh, one. And I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna make standalone ones past that, <clears throat> or I I have no idea what that game looks like, but um, yeah. So uh, I I mean Ubisoft Ubisoft does have a Star Wars game that they are working on. I have no idea how far along they are. They also have that Maya Rabbits game they're working on still, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, if that's, yeah. If that's showing up. That's got to be in the, in the Nintendo the, Direct. The Nintendo Direct. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that and like maybe Breath of the Wild 2. Maybe. Let's go oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to Nintendo. But um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ubisoft I didn't think of. They could... I mean, I hope... <sighs> Could could <laughs> could they announce a new IP? <laughs> do they do that yeah. anymore? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um. So let's go. Uh, I'm gonna read this off because I don't remember this happening last year, and apparently it did. But uh, next thing is the Tribeca 
Game Spotlight on June 10th. And, you know, it's a film. It's like a film indie showcase thing. So I imagine if they show anything, it'll probably be very narrative focused or one of those like, I don't know, like prestige narrative focused things. I, I feel like those games are like, uh, you know it when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was you know? looking it up right now. I'm like, okay, yeah. A lot of indies. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. So it's like, oh, here's a lot of it, indie games that take themselves very seriously. Like Sable <laughs> and uh, Lost and Random. Stuff like oh that. yeah 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 i mean lost random's cool and kana is cool yeah oh kana mm. it's too soon for that studio to do anything but kana was really cool that's a good game all right uh so that's tribeca and then the next i think this is probably uh other than the summer games fest this is the the standout one um xbox bethesda showcase so starfield yeah so yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah delayed <laughs> Redfall delayed, which leaves Xbox for this year with Forza Motorsport, which is not even announced for a date. Uh, so it, it could be delayed. It could be delayed. Uh, <laughs> this is a bad year for them for releases. This is a rough year for them. Um, I won't say that they should have just released whatever they had because that did not work out well for cyberpunk. Um, and also Halo, you know, they delayed that for a year. And Elden even Lord. now, it's still, people are still saying that game needed another year of work. <laughs> you know? I agree. I would love to play that game, but there's just not anything there. It's, it's shallow. Yeah, I like the single player. I mean, the, like I said, all the bones of it, it kind of reminds me of Destiny 1 where the bones of it is really good. You're like, mm, this plays really well. I'll take Destiny 1. <laughs> I like Destiny. I'll take mm, it. I, I'm not with you there. That zipline <laughs> is rad. Especially once you upgrade it. Yeah. Um, but, like, maybe they should have waited a year till they got the weather system in there and the co-op and, you know, more stuff yeah. like that. And it, it, not only that, it's just, like, their multiplayer needed more con like they're having a really hard time getting content out there and competing in that area well, yeah, yeah the the, the um, single player is not going to carry them they needed to focus more on that multiplayer because like I, the single player yeah. seems pretty good i mean yeah the complaints are all with the their setup for the multiplayer and all the the battle pass and everything it's just the seasons are too long yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to play a season for six months well, not only that, and their second season was like, we have one new map and one new mode. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, real, that's it? That's what you got? That's, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feeling that I, but I get it. Like they needed to release something. They need to release Halo. They, I feel like they had to do that one. They were just kind of just, they just need to do it. Uh, but everything else, I'm with them. Just wait, make sure. Make sure there's not like, I don't know, like space Martians, like getting launched 500 feet in the air when you hit when you shoot them or something. You know what I mean? Like, I get that they need to make sure these games don't come out. I think the whole industry is looking at cyberpunk and being like, well, we don't want to be that. We don't want to be them. That 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 was a hard lesson for CD projects. So I, I think they're fine doing it. And. And that's the thing, gamers, they get mad, they get real pissed off, like in the moment. But once you're past that, once they're in the good stuff, it's like all is forgiven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, 
like PS4 had like a really there uh, when the PS4 launched, there was like nothing that first year. Barely. I think they had Infamous and then they had the Order 1886 as their big holiday game. Uh, yeah. That that one year Xbox One had a better lineup. And then after that, after Bloodborne, post-Bloodborne, it was just a massacre from that point on. But um, uh, so yeah, uh, it doesn't change their showcase, though. Do you These think delays. We'll see. Are, are we more likely to see Avowed or Fable? Oh, oh ah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> God, between those two, I would still say avowed. Yeah, because at least we've seen some gameplay. Yeah. yeah. You, know you know what they need to do? They need to pull a Metroid Prime 4 and just say, Half-Life 3, there you go, it's in development, goodbye. Half-Life 3? That was that's, not, <laughs> that's not them. No, Valve? I heard Valve. I heard Valve. No, no, no. Avowed. No. Avowed. Avowed. About it. that's the game. I did not hear that right. <laughs> it's Valve. No, no, you're good. You're good. But uh, uh, yeah, I would say Valve. They could show something. I don't think it's in depth. It could just be another like trailer, like like Redfall was. But um, but I I don't think this changes their show too much. I think they're gonna have a lot of cool stuff to show. Um, uh, so I but I do think they're still gonna have like a really extended demo of uh, Starfield. Um, in the same way they did Fallout Hopefully. 4 and new, yeah. I mean, it, it like I said, it's only delayed by three months. It's not like they're gonna scrap everything they were gonna show, you know, True. this E3 because this delay. So I think there's gonna be a big portion dedicated to that where Todd Howard's gonna come out in his, I don't know, leather jacket. <laughs> Todd Howard's gonna do Todd Howard. Um, but uh, but uh, past that, I you know, like they've. They bought uh, during the Xbox One era is when they first bought that handful, like the first five studios. And those guys are all have all just been working on stuff from then on out. And they're ready. Like if everything's coming out in 2023, this is going to be their like either their update or it's going to be like, hey, this is what we've been working on. So I think this show is going to be very impressive, honestly. Yeah, I guess uh, it's they're... a bummer you won't see any play any of it this year. <laughs> yeah, the unknowns is what's more exciting about Xbox right now. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns Not for sure. Character. Yeah, because uh, all those studios are buying. A lot of them aren't making sequels. They're all, you know, some of them are obviously, but there's a lot of new IP coming out of them. And it's just it. I think just the pandemic and their timeline of, well, we had to buy these studios they had to figure out what, you know, spend a year figuring out what they wanted to make and then start making it. And that's a long process. Like, you know, for most AAA studios, that's like a five to six year process. So I think it's going to be a really compelling argument to buy an Xbox in 2023. <laughs> you know, I, um, is, I mean, is there anything you guys want to see? I, I, I know, um, like, uh, y you know, you're big, you're a big, uh, Bethesda fan, uh, Colton, is there anything like he hates Skyrim? <laughs> I don't know how you could say he's a big Bethesda fan. Hey, 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 hey! Does he? I tried it three times. Okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I gave it, I gave it my best shot. I am a big Bethesda fan. How Skyrim's dare boring. you? You can say it. I, I agree with you. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, there's BGS stuff, but like Machine Games is still working on stuff. 
I'm bummed that Wolfenstein did not sell the way it should have sold because those games are incredible. Um, <laughs> and uh, like better. Doom. All right. But, you know, I, I, I mean, Doom 2 came out a while ago. Wolfenstein 2 came out a while ago. Apparently they're yeah. working like an Indiana Jones machine, machine games working on Indiana Jones. And, and it's probably doing like everybody's thinking what Quake. Yeah, they're talking about Quake. And if they reboot Quake in the same way they reboot Doom Quake? in that like five in that. And that's fashion, then Quake could be a really cool game. Quake would yeah. be awesome. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's just all, like you said, there's a lot of unknowns. Like, we know kind of what some of those studios are working on, but there's still a lot they could just pull out of their, out of their hat. Like, you three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like the Gears team, they're working, uh, you know, rumored, I, I guess it's pretty confirmed. They're working on a smaller project before they make the next Gears game. And I wonder what that's going to be because they're going to they're working on like Unreal Engine five, you know, like they usually work on like cutting edge tech stuff. So they're going to show like a new IP in between gears. That's like a smaller project. I think that could be really cool. They really experiment. So we may see that. Um, So, yeah, yeah, well, we we shall see. Let's keep this uh, moving. Um, The next is the PC gaming show. And it's just, uh, you know, his uh, Jeff Grubb synopsis, just a PC focus show that uh, that PC gamer hosts each year. It usually has info about updates of some of the biggest games on PC, which I have no idea what that means. They they could have uh, there's so much cross between console PC and everything like I'm sure they're going to try to nail stuff that's like PC only. And when I think about that, you think about like those games that became become like the biggest thing on PC for about yeah, a month. I, and then you well, never hear about them again. Well, I think of that. I also think, I just think of like League of Legends and stuff like that. I mean, stuff like that. It's oh, kind yeah. of what I think of when people yeah. are like, they PC have a games, fighting game. Everything else. Just, yeah. Yeah. In the League of Legends universe, they're having a fighting game, like, uh, like being made. And I think there's a few more projects. League of Legends is like starting now. Uh, like, yeah. like branching out examples like Valor- Valorant. No, Arcane. Thank you. <laughs> yes. That was like one of the projects they're like doing. Yes, like there's a lot more they're like planning behind the scenes for sure. Yeah, that would be a good place to show their stuff. I, you know, we we're talking about Blizzard earlier. This would be a good place to show like Overwatch two and oh yeah, and like their announce, like, Diablo like, four. Alpha. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. That kind of makes more sense there. And I have a hard. It's hard to. It's hard to gauge what's going to be big anymore because you have your Valheims, you have your V Risings, you have your um. Uh, what's the like Diablo like game that got big like a couple months ago that I'm not hearing Ooh. anything about? You know what I'm talking about? That's what I mean. Yeah. They're just here. Yeah. They're like the biggest thing on Steam for about a month, and then people just like move on. Um, but uh, I can just pull up my Steam and figure out. But you, but you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of hard to like like console games. You can judge what's going to be big. You're like, okay, this is what people are talking about. We know this is kind of a slam dunk. On PC, I feel like you just get those smaller games that just like come out of nowhere, even like Among Us, you know. So I think it's a hard it's hard to make a show like that. I mean, I'm sure they can show cool stuff that's being, you know, that's an early access or, you know, I, I we could maybe see like um, uh, Supergiant. I think they launched Hades on like Switch and stuff, but they're owned by Epic Games. So I bet Epic, you know, anything that belongs to Epic now could show up there. They could have Fortnite stuff. They could have, you know, Supergiant Games next game after Hades. You know, there's a lot of stuff um, that consoles could just not be able to even show because early access 
still isn't like a huge thing other than like Xbox a, a little, you know? Yeah. And as someone who has a PC for the first time in their life, I am now somewhat interested in stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I totally. can actually play things that <laughs> are only on PC. So, you know, like, for the this first interests time. me. I could see um, RuneScape. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I did download Perfect. RuneScape last week. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, oh, I just had a game in my head and then I totally lost it. Oh, oh, oh the Warhammer uh, Vermintide 1 and 2, they have that shooter, like that space shooter that, that's going to be a follow-up to Vermintide. Um, that could totally be there. Like, yeah, there's... I keep saying there's a lot of stuff. There's just a lot of stuff. There's so much know. stuff. So much PC gaming stuff. Um, I don't think they'll announce hardware. They might talk some hardware stuff up but i don't think that's where you're gonna get like your new set of nvidia graphics cards here is the 4090 it's as big as your house um <laughs> the minute you turn your computer every light in your house just starts flickering because hmm. the power draw of this thing um next is on this list we have uh this is the last thing i've written down and then we can go nintendo because that's not dated uh, but the future game show, which if I read correctly here, uh, the future game show, where'd it go? Uh, future Publishing has done several future game shows at this point. It's returning for summer 2022. Uh, games Radar, a future website, is promising a 60-minute event. So I think the uh, same thing with IGN. They get a lot of games. You know, the IGN does an event, Games Radar, all that stuff. They just do events where they show smaller games stuff like that same thing that like um uh ah ah what's the what's the indie game that does all the violent indie games why am i just totally oh like uh devolver? devolver thank you devolver digital it's indie world Sorry, of course it's indie I world. Josh seemed upset about that I like, it's, I, it's Devolver, Troy. Devolver, Jeez. I'm sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's funny because you can see a game and you're like, that's a Devolver game. And sure enough, it's like Devolver. You're like, yeah, okay. It's just some kind of messed up violent indie game. It looks cool. All right. Uh, so that's there. There, you're, There's a lot of little shows like that. I'm sure we'll see some cool stuff. Um, and then there's Nintendo. So Nintendo, even after e, uh, when E3 wasn't happening the way usual E3 does, they still put out a direct. So no confirmation of anything yet, but they did it. They announced it like early June last year. So that's happening. Um, and Nintendo, I feel like Nintendo is always the most fun to watch because they have so much. They're so secretive and they have so much stuff that they're just working on in the background that you just don't see coming. And you're like, oh, God, like that's Switch Sports. Oh, oh, look at like a, a Mario soccer game. And it's all coming out in two months, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I have stuff that I would like to see. Um, Advanced Wars. Well, I guess <laughs> they pushed that back because of the Ukraine stuff. But yeah, maybe I that gets it. like It's been long enough. I, I, I think you're right. I think they, they could put another date on that um, there. Uh, this I really that got pushed out of the year. Is it not coming no. out here? Or... Okay. It didn't get pushed back. It was like indefinite. Indefinite. Oh, it sounds it's way done. worse. <laughs> it's... <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> it's probably coming out sometime this year. Um, yeah. But 
uh, I really want to see like for stuff I we know it is coming out. I, I Bayonetta three is announced for this year. Uh, like a release date now, please. That game. You think it'll make it? It's announced forever ago. I think so. It's been they announced that the first year the Switch came out. That's been like it's been five years. Like I think it's coming out. That last trailer showed a lot of stuff. It looked really cool. Like Bayonetta three is a big one for this year. Um, they I think. A question is, do you think they're going to show another Breath of the Wild trailer? I think absolutely. I absolutely think they will. And I think it's going to be because they better for trailers in the last decade that like that one E3 Breath of the Wild trailer is probably the the best trailer of the last decade. The one where they uh, it's just all that like scenic and story and like they're showing all the mechanics and action. It's just like a perfect trailer. So I, I could see them just putting out another crazy good trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. Um, let's see. And then uh, is there anything else you can think of that is announced that we're just going to be waiting, waiting and seeing? Mm. Well, we referenced. 3, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Splatoon 3. And then um, Mario plus Rabbids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. that's what I mentioned earlier. Yep. Uh, that is definitely one. I uh, it, That one's weird because that one's been kind of... Uh, it, it was showed and then no one's talked about it. So Radio silence, yeah, up. entirely. I, I was reminded about it today on Twitter. I was like literally yeah. reminded about it today. Yeah. I can't tell you how excited I am for that game. I loved that first one. It's a good one. That was probably, that was probably like... Yeah, that was probably one of my... like. That's probably one of my top three games that year that came out. Yeah. I liked it that much. Oh, oh my first gosh. Good game. game. If we get that direct for uh, Nintendo like soon, I was told. Uh, apparently, uh, Omocat on Twitter said the developer for Amori. Uh, she said that uh, that we should be getting a release date. I think on in June for uh, like, late, like, like later June for Amori's like like um. They showed that on an indie direct, right? Yeah. Yes, they did. That was like uh, during um, April. Uh, however. One thing that's been going around the leaks, I don't know if I talked about it before, but like the ports will have new content for some of the for like one of the runs uh, in Amori, and there could be even more stuff like with you it. Bring up, yeah, you bring up a good point, Isaiah, though. They usually do a thing where they're like, oh, and by the way, this is out today. This is out today. Yeah, I exactly. bet I, exactly. I could totally see be seeing Amori as there, and hey, this is out now, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could do that too. But I think they would want to put like advertising on that, yeah. run that cycle through a little again. Yeah, and I'm so excited because like a more be a, a good game to see like an opinion from like you or like everyone else here. Like just see what you guys think because like it's not a typical game like you guys would play. Yeah, and I um uh that Metroid Prime remake. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. see. I don't think we're gonna see anything about Metroid Prime Four. I think that game's years no. away. No, yeah, and I mentioned our last that. episode with um, I think on our, which episode I forget which one, but I mentioned how we could possibly get like Zelda ports as a way to kind of like yeah. help us, like, like kind of like like quench our thirst for Breath of the Wild too, you know. I would they pushed it back. That. I could see that. Yeah, for sure. But I we're skipping I, over I, two big ones. But before we before we move on, uh, I hope they sell them separately so I don't have to buy Twilight Princess to get one winter. What a all jerk. About that. Why? It's Moving oh on. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, next time, I'm not letting you speak. There's two big ones that we skipped over, though. Ooh. Ooh. Xenoblade. Oh, yeah. Duh. Bob-omb. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. They'll probably have an arcade. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Come out in July. And Pokemon. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, yeah. Because Violet, what's that? Violet and Scarlet? Scarlet, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 The it's... worst named Pokemon games. I th- you know what? I think it's just because Arceus, they build that as a larger Pokemon. It just seems so fast to me. But maybe the people that are really into Pokemon, they're just like, yeah, more. I'm good. I beat Arceus, yeah. ready for another generation. I get it's not just it is another generation and that's a big deal, but just yeah. I think all the people that skipped Arceus but were interested, they're gonna they're gonna jump in on the Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. As someone as someone on the outside of all the Pokemon games, it is so hard to keep up with how many games are coming out or what games <laughs> just came out, what games just got announced. Which I ones are re released and which one are original? Yeah. 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 It's wild. They're they're just cranking. <laughs> the machine just keeps cranking. Um, but uh, those were not the ones I thought you were gonna say. I I think right when you said that, Josh, I thought of something else. And now what? What? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess there is a lot that's already announced. Uh, just maybe not dates. But that's the thing. It's Nintendo. I could they could just pull whatever from. You know, they can pull a game from that they haven't touched in years, like a, a franchise, and just be like, we're doing this right now. You know, they could just pull out Sluggers, Mario's, you know. Sluggers. We're making a baseball game again. Yay. I'll take you know. it. Paperboy I mean, 2. I still need to try the demo for uh, the soccer one. So hopefully that's good. Uh, really, really but is there any other Nintendo stuff that you're hoping to see that's not already there? I mean, like I said, I feel like Nintendo always has one or two things that um, that surprise me. Oh, I, mean, I think we're going to talk more about the Mario Kart DLC, right? I'm sure. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's maybe announce cool. what the next pack is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I mean, I could see that. Um, a live, a live. Um, that is coming on July 2. Live, alive, live, live, whatever you want to call it. Although it's bumming me out because that comes out a week before Xenoblade. Like that's like, you can't give me two JRPGs. I want to play back to back. It's cruel. I I hate that. I hate it. Like why why in 2017 would you release Persona Five and Nier Automata like a week apart from each other? Like, like what are you trying to do to me? Uh, but uh, yeah yeah. So Square Enix has some stuff. Uh, I, you could okay okay. The, um, Dragon Quest three. Um, it was one of those like 2D, yeah, 3D remake. things. 3D, the remake could be there. 2D, 2D, HD. Yeah. 2D. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Do you think we're going to see a remaster of Chrono Trigger? No. We'll no. See that. no. <laughs> now we're just being ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Do you think they're going to throw another uh, bad uh, Kingdom Hearts game in there? Like another rhythm game or something? No. No, 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 I don't think so. I know, I know that no more, man. Maybe next year. I, yeah, I want to yeah. know what the next streaming only Switch game is that we can all complain God. about. So bad. Resident <laughs> Evil Four, <laughs> probably. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything else. I think we've honestly covered that one to death. Even if they showed all that and showed a couple extra, I think they could have Even a really ports, good showing. Like, ports are like the big thing too. Like if we just get a port. Honestly, Nintendo has a really good opportunity this year considering Sony and Xbox are kind of out, out, of, out for the count, you know? Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. I Even if they just have like Splatoon 3, Metroid Prime Remake, Bayonetta 3, like, you know, that's already more games than both of the other people combined. So <laughs> and I didn't even list all the rest. Xenoblade, like... 
Nintendo has a good year. I feel like they've had a maybe a slow year the last couple years, but now everyone that like was made a game around the launch of the Switch is like ready to come out with another game, you know? Yeah. So, oh, 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 oh. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, uh, but Super Mario Odyssey team, um, I think what oh, they yeah. called the ADA, they they did Odyssey. They you know Bowser's Fury was like a cool side project. They they fleshed out. But they've been working on something. Do you think it's time to see what the next big Mario game I, is? I'd say like a little teaser, like just a very small teaser, and then we'll get a big thing probably in the Yeah, because if you remember, like when they first showed Odyssey, what they showed was really cool. Like the environments, it looked great. That game still looks really nice, by the way. I saw it on like an OLED switch, and I was like, dang, that game just runs and looks amazing. Um, but, uh, they didn't show the, like the hat, like, you know, Mario turning into everything in the level to like months later, like they didn't even show the main mechanic of that game. So they could show something really cool and then later be like, actually, this is the real game. And everyone blows their mind a second time. Um, so first person shooter, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I mean, if that's the case, they, they could have another, Another 2017 where they're showing Breath of the Wild, they're showing the new Mario, and plus they have all these other games. So yeah, Nintendo could really steal the show. I just wish I just wish I could play it on a better console than the Switch is currently, but you know, can't have what we we can all have what we want. Yeah. Yeah, Xenoblade specifically. Yeah. Uh, I would like a port of Xenoblade Chronicles X, but I feel like there might be something that isn't running well on the switch to make that game happen or else it would have came out already. That's my feeling. (laughs) It's just so weird that that's that they have like Tokyo Mirage sessions out on a port and not Xenoblade Chronicles X, you know, it's just weird. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I, I, again, there will be no, nothing about a new switch. Okay. Do you think they, I don't think they announced that sort of thing during E3, but there could be like a switch light with like an OLED screen or something before the switch Two or pro or whatever you want to call it. But from what I've heard, don't even think about the switch pro to like 2023, 24, you know, I, I so. think they'll just announce uh, a new switch light. That's just a different shell. That's for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could see yeah. that. I mean, it'd be cool to have a switch light that runs on like with, the, with the OLED, just a nicer one. That would be, be cool. nice, but they're not going to do that. <laughs> I I know they can make the they can make the switch right now really cheap. So, all right, um, I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up for us. Uh, but before we do that, let's just go on. There's not much to talk about uh, on our fantasy list, considering it's been so slow and we filled up all our rosters pretty fast. But um. Uh, I have written down kind of. So if you guys want to follow along with us, this is on fantasycritic.games. And this is um, Colton Green's Indecisive Acquaintances. In the show notes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'll put a link in there that you can just click on, make it easier for you guys to search it. But um, since we uh, last looked, the only games that have come out were Nintendo Switch Sports and the Isle of Big Snacks. Let's start with Isle of Big Snacks. Uh, it didn't even rate on because uh, they use Open Critic to uh, to get the aggregate scores, and they didn't even make a page for this. <laughs> so Dalton's just getting zero points from this. So uh, it means uh, Josh is our admin. It means Josh, you'll probably just have to go in and take it away. Um, Dang. 
so we had two games drop. Uh, we uh, are get dropped from this year. That would be Redfall, Isaiah, who's giving me thumbs up. Uh, Redfall is going to be dropped. So Isaiah, you can drop that from your list whenever you so please. Um, and for me, Starfield, which I already dropped. I also already dropped. I don't know why I did this, but I used my one drop on the Dead Space remake. Ooh. And then it got officially canceled. And I was like, well, hmm. I don't remember why I did that because I was pretty confident that game was going to score and looks really nice. But uh, oh, dang. yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else that just needs to be taken care of by like admin stuff. All I can think of is, yeah, all I can see is bug snacks. Uh, but because Starfield was delayed, Colton's counter pick is automatically a zero. Yeah. So that I was gives... sweating that for a little bit. I was like, oh, man, if this comes out, I'm losing points on this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's funny on the site. It's giving us projected like placements. And the minute that got done, you were projected to be in first place now. Oh, really? Uh, I Victoria. Yeah, it says there's like a projected section. Uh, it's not very accurate because it gives points to like empty spots. And it's just, yeah, you can really can't project anything till it's all everyone's picked. But um, I think the only games that were, uh, oh, 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 oh uh, sorry, there is a game that gave. So for Colton and Victoria, uh, Switch Sports came out, and that is, it, gave, it got a 72, so it gave them two what points. What a bummer. Which I was sweating them because if they just kept getting, like, you know, 80s and above, like, that's all you need to do to win. Just be consistent. You don't need to get, like, an Elden Ring, like... It's not like I've run away it with helps. it, even though I got Elden Ring. It, it helps. Because if you look at the rest of my list, I have like three uh, stinkers in there. So I was like, ah. I feel like that's the only reason you're beating me by so much is like, yeah, I would be, I would probably be the same point below you as you are yeah. now. I had picked something different. I think we have the same amount of games released. Yeah. But that could change with counter picks and, you know, uh, I, uh, as much as I'd love Final Fantasy 16 to come out this year, I don't think it will, but that would that would destroy me. So, uh, yeah. So let me see what else we got. Uh, I dropped Dead Space and Starfield, and I picked up Diablo, which is coming out in two days. The mobile Diablo, which is coming out in two, here in PC. Curious. Although, just to let you know, Bye. it doesn't seem like Open Critic loves mobile games because there's not even a page for it, and we're two days out. So I have a feeling that you're probably going to need to drop that for me as well as Dalton's big snacks. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll you. see. Yeah, we'll see how uh, that goes. But I have a feeling it's just going to not score, which is weird. You'd think you would think that's big enough that that would be in there as be. a PC as a PC release now. So I was like, eh. but it's uh, it's okay. E3 is coming, and it's probably nice to have more slots for that. Um, uh, looking at the list, Isaiah, you're gonna. I would be the one. If, if anything, I would be looking at E3 very carefully. No, no problem. I already made a bid on one of the games I like. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, so what was it? <laughs> you <don't> know. <laughs> tell us. Tell us now. So next few games coming out: Diablo Immortal. If that gives me any points, uh, Mario Strikers Battle League, which is uh, Wilfredo, which. As we know, Mario sports games are not like slam dunks. No. <laughs> um, all the time. They can score low or they can score really well. So as Switch Sports and Mario Tennis and Golf all showed. 
And then Fire Emblem Three Hopes, which is the Musou game. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which is just easy points for Josh. Just just take oh, just, yeah. just take Thank that 88 you. now. I will. Just, put that eight, just put that 88 right in your pocket. Uh, Cuphead, same thing. That could That's going to score easy really well. Yeah. And then Live uh, uh, Live Live and Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which, again, week apart. I'm kind of pissed about that. Um, <laughs> uh, those, I don't know, but Dalton counterpicked it. So... Hopefully it does well. Uh, I have Xenoblade 3 on my list. Oh. One of the ones I picked out. I picked out for a dollar because I was like, there's rumors this is going to get announced like momentarily. And sure enough. Then uh, Saints Row. Where I mean, we're already into like the end of the year just because dates have not come through on everything. I think E3 is going to actually be good. A lot of dates. Speaking of which, I bet Stray gets a release date at this third party Sony thing. I think Stray is this year's Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which if you're a fan of PS2 platformers, all uh, Jack and Dexter, Ratchet and Clank, that sort of thing, maybe Attack and the am. Power of Juju or Taz. Uh, all great. Uh, uh, you really should uh, pick up that game. Vex? Really. You ever play Vex? What's Taz? Play Vex. It was all right. <laughs> Taz is a boomerang. <laughs> Oh, I'm like the adventure zone. Why are you reaching a Blair podcast? Oh, no. Ty, sorry. Did I say Taz? The Tasmanian Tiger. Oh, that's wild. The game is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Again, again, um, Canada and the Bridge of Spirits. uh, If you like those games, you should really play that game. I think it's coming. I think that's one of the I don't know. Look, that'd be a good book club game. I did. Yeah, I played yeah, it I recently say, enough, though, where I'd be like, I don't need to play this. I just yeah, need to refresh. Right. <laughs> yeah, is that on that list of games coming with Look the PlayStation quick, Plus? Thing? And I'll just finish off this list. Uh, do 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 the Google. Uh, then we have Soul Hackers Two for um for Isaiah, which is oh yeah, uh, that is a Atlas RPG. Uh, and then Splatoon Three. Gonna do good. Um, so yeah, we'll see what uh we'll see what comes out. I'm sure. In two weeks' time, that that upcoming release will be totally different, with release release dates and stuff coming in. Um, but yeah, um, is Ken of Bridge of Spirits coming to that? Do you see Colton? Uh, we'll be that's a good PSA because that was the game. I was like, man, I wish I could talk to someone about this game. I, what I will say about that game is that. It's all really good, and then hopefully they did something about that last boss because I literally, I lowered the difficulty not because I was like this is too hard. I did it because I'm like this is cheap and unfun, and yeah, that was I, the only negative thing I heard about that game. But uh, yeah, yeah, it sucks. Even the thing leading up to the last boss is just weirdly difficult in a way it's just like you're not giving me the tools to actually do what i need to do here so i mean it's been a year they probably patched that game a bit but even not even with that stuff it's still totally worth playing it's it's pretty it's really fun and beautiful and you get to give a bunch of little squishy creatures hats and that's always a good time all right so that that covers it for um the fantasy list again in two weeks i'll probably it'll probably be a much longer sex or four weeks uh when we talk about it again there'll probably be a lot more pickups but and i'm not uh, seeing that, it on the list unless they they unless they uh spelled it wrong kona 
Is that a, is that another game? <laughs> K O N A. I would love if they just spelled it wrong. <laughs> Kona, the uh, hill to, to a ghost. I don't know. Um, but uh, let's. We will call it here, and this is just a good episode. Like I said, there's not just there's just not a lot going on. I think the industry is just kind of holding their breath for the you know the summer period and we're gonna have a lot a lot clearer picture of what the rest of this year looks like uh by the time we talk next but by the time we talk next we will not uh what the plan is is in two weeks that's kind of in the middle of e3 we're gonna talk about have an episode on enslaved odyssey of the west so people listening if you want to play along with us um that gives you about 14 days it's not a long game it's about nine hours um you know so it's very doable even by the time you're listening to this uh podcast but um so join us join with us there uh uh in two weeks and then at following that um we'll probably know by the end of july kind of whatever you know everyone will have announced everything it'll become super clear so i, I that's why i want to do it after not in the middle of e3 because we could talk and then something else could have happened you know um so next time uh, uh so yeah that's that's our schedule all right guys so we are going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us and uh, have a good have a good holiday. Or I hope you had a good holiday and I uh, hope to hear you. See you soon. Hear you soon. Join us soon. I want to see those numbers tick up and know it was you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Have a Bye. good three. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs>